know about this, man. It seems wrong. Dude, don't even worry about it. I mean, I've got it all figured out. We'll have him back before John and Brent even know he's gone. Everything's gonna be okay. Alright, man? Let's just start the promo and get it over with. What are you two jackasses doing? The Inhuman Experience is a weekly, not-so-typical paranormal nerdcast where we attempt to explore the strange and the unexplained. And we borrowed Conspiracy Bot in the hopes that some of that Hysteria 51 juju would rub off on us. But boy, were we mistaken. I thought nerds were smart. You guys are two of the dumbest meat sacks I've ever had the displeasure of conversing with. See? That's why I don't like robots racist. I will poke out your good eye. Blades, get him. Listen, my name is Bobby Anthem. His name is Bobby Blades. We are the Inhuman Experience. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, I don't know, Commodore 64, Easy Bake Oven, pretty much wherever you're hearing this right now. Whatever. I can't believe John and Brent let these two jackasses on fourth hand. Ronin Geek Official Podcast is a proud member of the Fourth Hand Podcast Network. Check out this and many other great shows at fourthhand.com. Um, I find technology functions better when powered. Sources seem to indicate that when the uh, receiver <laughs> is on, it works better. Yeah. Okay, good, good, good. So we're all over that. So this is episode 94 of Ronin Geek Official Podcast. Or it could be 93 because 93 hasn't technically dropped yet. Oh, my bad. Uh, So that might be a lost episode kind of situation. (laughs) Because I think with with the recording of this one, I'm going to have to edit and put it out right away just for timeliness. And and, and the fact that we're still kind of within a week after the initial announcement. Uh, The announcements came the 11th and it's like the 16th now, 15th? I mean, we could probably just fire up both. So we're four days later. Yeah, so so it'll be a, a bonus episode kind of week, which is pretty cool. But obviously, it's exciting times because we had the PS5 announcement. Well, not announcement. I guess reveal last yeah. week. But yeah. a lot of game announcements that kind of went along with it. Some of those were massive AAA titles. So I'm pretty excited about those. And we're going to discuss that stuff here today. However, it is just myself, Alex Austin, and Rob so discussing. A, yeah, it's a classic, yeah. So yeah, it's just, this is a Ronin Geek classic. So yeah. for those of you who've listened since the very beginning, at, at one time many moons ago, it was it was just myself and Rob and the podcast cat. Dun, dun, dun. So and today it is myself and Rob and the podcast cat. She is in here, little tuxedo cat hanging out on the bed. Yeah, just doing her thing. So enjoy that little cat. Enjoy yeah, that. I was abandoned pretty much as soon as we started podcasting. So that, I don't know if that was like genuinely, the cat knew it was time to get out. <laughs> or what happened there? Well, now she seems to be enjoying it. I think she's all about podcasting now. She's finally warmed up to it. Yeah. So who knows what she's listening to? And Adam is gone. He is wayward. He said he's doing adulting things today. So yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know it, if that's for real or not. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure it is, actually. Oh, it is, really? Yeah, I feel like I think I know what it's about. Um, but I, I'll let him do the reveal. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, Could be big news, huh? Uh, yeah, but like good, good big news. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. And so today we're going to discuss all the PS5 announcements from the last week, as well as other various, you know, whatever announcements we have to talk about. And on top of that, we'll do some playing and watching, uh, which for me, I did watch something. Yeah. 
<laughs> and what it was, I couldn't tell you, but I'm sure it was good. Yeah. So it was fantastic. <laughs> and I watched the whole season of it. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, oh no no I'm in the middle of Space Force I'm in the middle oh, of Space okay. Force oh okay how have you been yeah. liking that uh, I'm I'm digging it right? I think it's great dude. So I've end, had some laugh out loud moments at, man end of, the, end of the first episode like I died oh, laughing oh dude it was so great yeah <laughs> just like snip snip <laughs> it's like it was Honestly, I'm very impressed with it so far. I, it's, I think it's stupid. It's a stupid show, but it's like yeah. a fun stupid. And and there's it's stupid, and the humor's also fairly dry. Yeah, and and I could really appreciate what they're trying to do with it. And they're not you, honestly with a show like this. I think it would have been easy to try way too hard, and yes. they're really not. Like it's no. it's just well written, and and I'm fully enjoying it so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's obviously it's very derivative of what's happening in. Right. The world we actually live in, which yes. is great. A little <laughs> bit of news to come out of that, actually. There's a chance that the U.S. government will have to sue Netflix for copyright to Space Force uh, symbology. So because really? uh, they've already gotten all the, uh, uh, I guess, copyrights for Space Force uh, <laughs> logos and things regarding the television show, regarding yeah. the Netflix show. And I guess the U.S. government has been a little slow in filing for copyrights on their own Ooh. logos. So is my understanding. So they've waded into a little bit of water, some hot water there. And I doubt that Netflix knew this going into it. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't the government file for copyrights on their own symbols? Yeah. Like, it's so strange. I don't, that whole thing seems like odd. <laughs> Just bizarre. Well, but... we'll wait and see how it plays out. But the, the the thing is about Space Force so far, though, and we can get into it more later when we talk about it, is just that this really seems like how it's going to go down. Yeah, it in, does, In the right? near future. Like, five years from now, yeah. this is exactly where we're going to be. It feels like it. Yeah, yeah and, and I think maybe that's what they thought when they wrote it, but we'll get more into that later for playing and watching, because otherwise there won't be too much more to talk about. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> this is just basically that and Witcher 3 for me. I'm still going on that. Nice. But, uh, so for big news items today, obviously last week... June 11th. It was an event pushed from June 4th to kind of give some space to everything going on in the United States, which was great to see. And uh, the 11th then, they finally had the big software reveal for the PS5. But on top of the software reveal, they ended it uh, as well with, uh, it was a stream, obviously, because they're not doing a live show right now uh, on account of everything going on with the COVID. But uh, they actually did a visual reveal of the PS5 console itself. And so we have finally seen it. So after all of this time and all of the speculation, it is so cathartic to finally see a new system like that. It is. It's it's interesting to to say the least. I I, I think it looks amazing. Oh, dude, looks sharp. Looks yeah. really sharp. I'm digging it, and uh, it's a nice nice little bit of futurism in it. So with the with the white flowy things they, on either side of it, they've always tried to do something like that, though, right? Is yeah. The, each of their uh, playstations had some kind of like dramatic flair to it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to make it look more kind of sci-fi i think this is the most dramatic since the ps2 so remember going from ps1 to ps2 and the ps1 was just gray with the round circle on yeah. the top and it was just rectangular kind of boxy and then the ps2 came out and it was like even more angular and tall yes. and black and it's just like oh my god it was yeah. a gorgeous looking system for its day and of course uh ps3 Interesting design on that one. Yeah, it that a little one, bit like, like a spacecraft. It, yeah, like it had like a bulge. Yeah, on, yeah, on yeah. Top. So yeah. kind of kind of strange looking. And then PS4. I don't know. PS4 is probably my least favorite in terms of visual, but my PS4 yeah. is the Darth Vader one. So yeah. I like that part of it. it. Has Darth Vader on top. And the PS5, what they reveal just looks awesome. And the memes yeah. were quick to come out. People were. I think there was one shot where somebody had put it over that. 
that shard looking building in Dubai. Somebody had like oh, spliced it in over okay, the image yeah. of that building. And uh, there, there was all these goofy things they did with it. A friend of mine, he, he had a meme that, that kind of blew up, and it was uh, actually a listener of the show, fan of the show. And he took a picture of his router, and yeah. he just taped two paper towels to the side of it and just said, hey, my PS5 shipped early. <laughs> <laughs> so, so many good memes to come out around it. But yeah, man, honestly, I, I think it looks great. I think the specs are respectable. Uh, certainly, it doesn't appear to be as raw of a powerful machine as something like uh, like the Xbox Series X. Yeah. So when you when you do the direct side by side comparison, but that being said, I mean we're we're kind of getting to the point where I, I don't I don't know that that extra little bit of power will have really any difference if they also don't have the software to support it. And I'm just thinking about like the Switch, very underpowered right. console by modern standards that pumped yes. out something like. Breath of the Wild. That's one of my favorite. Probably my favorite game of all time. Realistically. Yeah. Yeah. No. There's there's a lot you can do with less. You don't need power. It just facilitates a lot more things. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe gives um maybe gives a little more wiggle room on, yeah, on some of those open does. world games. I, don't get me wrong. Having more hardware power is always going to be better. Yeah. Obviously, but sure. I mean, you know, like you said with the Switch, there are ways to use what you have very well. Yeah. And it wouldn't surprise me if Microsoft did market their system as the most premium that also comes with the most premium price, not dissimilar from yeah. the Xbox One when that debuted at $100 more than the standard PS4. What is the five pricing at as opposed to the new Xbox? So they haven't revealed the pricing for either yet. Oh. Yeah, okay. yeah. So for Series X or PS5, I suspect we're going to be looking at five and $600 price points Probably. for, for yeah. the PS5 and for the Xbox Series X, uh, which isn't... unheard of $600 was the price of the PS3 when that first came out but that price was completely unjustified for the day (laughs) so that was with something like the Series X and the fact that it it is I I mean it literally is probably the best of every piece of hardware on the market that they can just cram into one console. Uh, oh, I don't think that's the case. They could definitely do better. You think? Oh yeah, for sure. So, but I but think done... the cost would skyrocket. Well, sure, but they've done a pretty good job for six hundred. I mean, if you're building like a high end gaming PC, you could easily get up into the twelve, fourteen, sixteen hundred dollar range. Well, right? right now I'm building one and I'm almost at four thousand. Okay, so there you go. There you go. So if you're looking for a budget gaming PC, the Series X might be a great way to go. And because uh, for all intents and purposes, does that, does that frame it a little better for you? That <laughs> definitely frames it better. Six hundred yeah. sounds perfectly reasonable in that case. Yeah. But I do suspect the PS5 I, is going to debut at five hundred. In all fairness, though, we're talking uh, from scratch, new build, mm-hmm. and like with new video card. Yeah, uh, and all that. So, but all you really need to do is just run Audacity faithfully. Yeah, oh my fucking god. Oh. oh His last man. computer failed him. You have no idea the amount of rage <laughs> that went through me. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I'm like, I'm the only guy who has like an audiovisual degree in this group here. And I can't even get a goddamn audio file at the goddamn door. <laughs> it's, uh, dude, honestly, it's brutal. And it, I mean, that's why I like the Surface so much, because that's what we record on is yeah. the Surface when, when we're all together. And the idea with the Surface is, uh, for me, just, just having a single device, solid state, it really only serves one purpose yeah. in my life, and this is that purpose. Uh, it's gone really, really well for me. The only trouble with the Surface is uh, I have a Gen 1 Surface Pro, and I have to consider maybe updating it next year, yeah. because uh, a lot of the software, like I know, um, I've actually heard... There's a built-in video editor inside of um, Blender now that works really, really well. And people seem to quite like it. But really? I can't get that version of Blender on my oh, old Windows. Right, yeah. Because I need Windows 10 and I only have Windows 8. 
So yeah. anyway, the, the the surface has been great for that, but I suspect the solid state memory has been a big uh, factor in that. Oh, massively. Yeah. yeah, it's very reliable machine, and uh, yeah, I've had this since like 2013. So yeah, no, I need I just needed to do an update. I mean, it's been it's been a long time. When I bought my computer, it was. Uh, about the same cost point and it lasted me about eight years oh yeah well let me be clear when it comes to the surface pro that i have this would not run a single game on steam currently (laughs) oh that's not true there's games i I can't believe there would be anything at this point just started value based on the hardware so this this was the old uh, i3 as well so it was like an old generation i3 so the 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 current gen say like i5 surface pros probably run just fine on a lot of on a lot of games but uh, yeah. This this old boy here probably wouldn't. So anyway, that's uh, that's the Xbox Series X, the PS4 looking good. Um, I I think I'm on board and backwards compatibility with PS4 and PS5 yeah. <laughs> is confirmed. Right. So yeah. so that means if you know uh, in the near but future, but only but only with the four, not not further. They haven't confirmed further back. It, it does have a Blu-ray drive in it, but they haven't confirmed if you know PS3 games will be a part of that as well. Well, um, I'm just yeah. It's disappointing, but I mean, they're bringing a lot of them through PSN. So I mean, PlayStation now having a lot of those titles, they, they would just need to crank out their archive, make it bigger, like just everything, all of the old shit. Yeah, just throw it in there. Uh, and it says it has uh, PS5 has an SSD, which I didn't realize, but um, that makes sense. Yeah, no, they, yeah. they don't have SSD at this point. Yeah, they all need to because that's the that's the faster way to go. It says uh, players will actually be able to delete a single-player campaign, for example, without removing the multiplayer if the developers provide the support. So game installations will essentially be, like, they'll have options. You, oh. won't, you won't necessarily have to install, you know, the full Call of Duty game, for That's instance, smart. if you're not going to play the campaign. Yeah, because right? there's, like, a lot of games that I would I would love to just have the multiplayer central files and yeah. just everything else uh, fuck so, off. So that's going to definitely save uh, space. Some yeah, in, yeah in, in, in no, a massively, way. massively. And then I don't think, um, I want to say, I thought I read somewhere it was going to be a two terabyte machine in terms of the total memory, but I'm not seeing that confirm in the confirmed list. So, so don't, don't take that as, is is the Bible yet, but I, I think it will be a two terabyte machine in, ter- in terms of internal memory. Nice. Uh, and I believe it's expandable as well. I believe they said it's expandable. So yeah, I think at this um, point they kind of have to be. Yeah, but two terabyte, I feel comfortable with. Uh, if we're getting into more of a, a digital world of gaming, I, I feel better about that. Yeah. And uh, I know with the PS4 that I'm currently playing on, yeah, I really do have to manage it a lot. Like I'm playing Witcher Three right now, but I just bought Assassin's Creed Origins was on sale for like fourteen dollars Canadian, the original game, uh, digitally. Nice. So I ended up buying it for the fourteen bucks. So I, I do know that when I want to play that, I'm going to have to delete um, uh, Witcher Three because it's just massive. Yeah, and, which was uh, which three is is huge, and uh, and I pretty much refuse to delete Final Fantasy VII remake at this point. <laughs> nice. So I keep going back to it. Actually, I got a I got a video I should show you about that later. So which one for Final Fantasy VII? Okay, yeah, gotta check it out later. So a uh, lot of new things going on internally in the PS5 as well. They're talking about um, uh, I don't know something called a uh, geometry engine. Um, it's it's basically a new block that will give developers. Uh, control over all kinds of geometry that they didn't have before. Um, I think you probably find more information online about what that entails for actual game development. Okay. And then the Tempest engine that it will run, um, it actually uses um, uh, uh, codecs to create more realistic audio. So, uh, so there's a, so it's not just graphics that improve here; it's the entire experience. Well, overall. audio I think is the better improvement to make. To be honest, probably. Yeah, I agree. I yeah, agree because. 
if games start utilizing that more, like the audio side, and some do, some do, yeah. more indie games do, um, mm-hmm. you can do so much fun shit with audio. Yeah. Uh, that can really enhance the the fidelity of the game. Oh, yeah, particularly for multiplayer games and things like that. Where yeah, it's well, like, it's even like footsteps, stuff like that, sure. But, like, yeah. I mean, there's other things, like nuanced sounds that you can use to really kind of guide the player mm-hmm. on a journey. Yeah. Uh, and that could be really, really useful. And the other cool thing about the PS5 is it's coming out as a VR-enabled console. So it's not like when the PS4 yes. dropped and then... PS4, PS4 Pro. Pro to be able to use VR with PS5. It's, it's already Sony. Sony sees the money in in VR. Yeah, they definitely do. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And and I think it's still the, the the wave of the future, so to say, for a lot of gamers. But I, I've had a desire to get on VR for a while, and I kind of looked at Oculus, but I thought honestly the package is overpriced for what you're getting compared to something like yeah. PlayStation VR, where there's just more software available and more mainstream stuff. Yeah. Um, actually, I was going to say, when I get everything set up uh, mm-hmm. with my new rig, I'm going to be saving up a little bit and splurging one more time on a piece of technology. I'm going to be grabbing probably the Index. What's that? Uh, the next generation of VR. Oh, okay. Is it um, from, um, I think, I think the HTC? Index is Valve, actually. I think oh, it's, I think oh, it's actually their proprietary Valve. one. I think so. I don't okay. know that for a fact. Could still be HTC Could be. manufacturing. Though. I, I think, I think it is just Valve, though. But yeah. Yeah, there's not a whole lot more on it yet. Um, lots of articles online, though, that you can probably find as well to kind of give you an idea of what it's all about. A um, lot of speculation on the price. A lot of speculation on further backwards compatibility, but PS4 is confirmed by Sony. I, I'm I'm good with that. I'm good with that. I'd prefer if PS3 was also included. Um, and, and I'm just coming to terms with the fact that you know, I'll never be able to play the PS2 games I love again or the PS1 games I love again unless they come out in, like, a virtual format or a classic, you know, like the mini format like I already have here. Oh, I don't know why I didn't tell you this. I have a PS3 that's uh, backwards compatible through 2 and one Can I borrow it? Sure. <laughs> I would love to play some of the old Shin Megami Tensei games. Sure. So I would absolutely love to. I don't know if... I don't think I have those copies, so if you have them... Of the games? Yeah. Oh, I have everything. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I got, I got tons of classic games. Dude, yeah. I, I probably have like 50 PS3 games, I got 50 one, PS2 games. I got one game on there you have to play. It's called Ring of Red. You have to play I played it. it a long time ago. That was a, um, oh, man, that was like a, uh, it wasn't a strategy game. Wasn't it like a war game, though? Kind of, yes, to both. Yeah. Um, it's like, think of like World War II, but like with mechs. Oh, okay. But they were like World War II technology-driven mechs, so they're yeah. like not very good. They overheat and right. stuff like that. Right. So they only have so much combat time. Yeah. Was that a From Software game? Who did that? <sighs> um, I want to say it is, but I don't think it actually is. If it if it is, and they haven't and they haven't brought it back yet, I'm gonna be mad. It was uh, no, sorry, it was Konami. Yeah. And there was something about this, like in terms of. Um, I'll have to look it up later. But there was some connection on this to a game I was recently talking about. I can't remember exactly what it was. Oh, yeah? So anyway, yeah, the game that game is based on an alternate history theory that after the defeat of Nazi Germany and fascist Italy near the end of World War II, Japan was conquered and occupied by both Soviet and American forces rather than solely by the U.S. And the occupation created two countries, the North and South, and thus the yeah. technology proliferated from there. Because, yeah. of course, all mechs come from Japan. So yes. you should know this. Yeah. <laughs> But there's actually, but there are mechs in the game that come from uh, America too. Oh yeah, yeah, they're That's just cool. different style. They're like a four-legged spider tank. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Okay, yeah. so they take like different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's cool. Uh, then with other news, with the game news for PS5. So 
when I tuned in for the PS5, I, don't know, I guess you call it reveal or games reveal or whatever, the press conference for it. So there, there yeah. was a lot going on in terms of the software. In fact, it was just a video at that point of end-to-end trailers that they were showing for various pieces of software. You got some of your normal some of your normal ones that you would expect, like uh, like an NFL 21, NBA 2K21, Assassin's Creed Valhalla made a showing, right. uh, Dirt 5, which, you know, there's oh, a lot okay, of... Yeah, you know, the more cycling. Yeah, for, for the off-roading yeah. crowd, you know, Dirt 5, uh, Fortnite... Uh, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. So there, there was a lot. So a lot of the returning games. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto Five. They kind of led with that, which really? is, I felt like was a bad idea. Yeah, so that's... they led with basically it was why, something. Why? Why with GTA Five and not like Red Dead? Well, here here's the fuck thing about it. So when they when they started with it, they were like, oh, based on this, you know, the special partnership we have with G- with with Rockstar Games, we're releasing Grand Theft Auto, and everybody's like, what? Like GTA Six or something? And then they're like. And then they start showing it. It's GTA Five, and it's like, <laughs> who the fuck cares? Unless like literally that, no unless, one. Unless they did that as a joke. No, they. I think they're serious about it. I think they think that it's like really special that they're getting GTA I mean, Five. It, it on still day has one. a high player count online. That's fine, but the game's fucking seven years old. It yeah. literally came out. No, I know. Before the current console generation. Is it like an HD version or something that they're putting out? Probably, of these? yeah. Like with all the, but dude, the idea is just for them because. There's probably what 30, 40 packs of content for Grand Theft Auto V at this point, and they're yeah. all heavily monetized. So yeah. I, I think it just makes sense for them to drop this thing that has guaranteed monetization behind it on day one. Yeah. And and see what they can capture. But still, who the fuck cares? Like I just can't get behind this. This is now the third console generation with Grand Theft Auto V. Rockstar, you gotta do something new. Quit plugging it. It just looks dumb. Okay? Like it just looks dumb. They have Red Dead. <laughs> Yeah, well, they have read that they they have they also have the the facilities and the know how and the money to do literally anything else. Do Bully too? Do Grand Theft Auto Six? I think Bully is coming. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, but do they've been, literally they've been anything. Re- reserving but a lot plug of GTA Five again. Just yeah. stop. Like we get it. Anyway, so that's <laughs> oh. what they led with. That was <laughs> that was the first thing they showed. In the, it's in not the, infuriating to you at all. Uh, not even slightly. And uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales was showcased. It's not actually called Miles Morales, I don't think. Uh, but it was okay. actually a Spider-Man game starring Miles Morales that was showcased as well. So this is uh, by Insomniac, Spider-Man PS4. Which I think we saw that coming. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And hell yeah. Yeah. That played... is so cool. Yeah. And let's see, Gran Turismo 7, a little, little bit of a, a video reveal for that. Sure. So for, the, for the car fans out there, for the... Uh, yeah, it's a good game for the, for the fans. For the, the racing game fans who just want like a really just... I actually, I actually used to play that boring racing game. Yeah. Oh, the first two were great. The first two it was like yeah. this is different than any other arcade racing we'd really played up to that point. Yes. So it still felt fresh and new. But at this point, I but think what, it is it for the yeah, it's for the gearheads. Yeah. So yeah, um, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. So there's a new Ratchet and Clank coming. For the other gearheads. Cool. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, the other. Ge- <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's a few others in here. Uh, a lot of indie games. Uh, I, I won't. I won't go too much into just because there was. Did you see so Deathloop? What's that? Did you see Deathloop yet? I did not see Deathloop. Can we pause? Can we go watch that really quick? So we're gonna come back to Deathloop momentarily here. Let's just get through a few more of these. There was one of them called Bug Snacks, and it was kind of a cutesy little reveal trailer for that. And then you also have the big, big reveals. So these are the AAA reveals. Demon Souls being completely remade. Remade. Yeah. 
Nice. And released. So and it was quite a nice trailer for that, that one. That sounds like that. Yeah, so Demon Souls, that's going to be a massive one. Obviously, it was 2018 when the Demon Souls original servers were shut down. Yeah. So it's been a while now since anyone's had the full experience of Demon Souls. So hopefully they kind of take a similar format to the original game. Yeah, I'm sure they'll just spruce up the mechanics. And I'll, I'll be on board for that one because I, yeah. I've, I've kind of missed the... Uh, the train. The From Software train. So. The, that's a good one to play. So I, I, I'll, I'll wet my whistle on that one. Yeah, no, it's, a, it's it'll be a fun game. Uh, with it being a lot like smoother mm-hmm. with a remake, Yeah, it'll be much more engaging yeah, because like, because demon supported. souls was like it it was clunky it was really clunky hmm. by comparison so like the dark souls games yeah so now that it, i guess they've had the bloodborns and the dark yeah. souls and the sekiro maybe it's now time to uh refine it yeah, yeah. bring it up to modern standards and re-release it Let's which see. i'm okay with oh death loop is named in here that's by arcane studios dude. yeah Oh, shit. Dude, okay. you have no idea. Yeah, we'll feature that momentarily then. I, I do want to look up the trailer for it. <laughs> uh, I, I would never ask to pause to show you something unless I felt it was absolutely necessary. Um, so before we get to that one then, we had a Resident Evil 8 Village revealed, which is pretty cool. So Really? Nice. I didn't yeah, see that. Yeah. Actually, another horror game, uh, something Tokyo. Oh, yeah. Tokyo. Oh, um, I actually Ghost, watched Ghost. Ghost Line or something. Yeah, Ghost Line Tokyo or something like yeah. that. That looks freaking sick, too. It looks awesome. Yeah, yeah. It looks really cool. Definitely is sort of harkening back to almost like, um, almost reminded me of like a Fatal Frame. Fatal, but, well, no, not Fatal Frame, I wouldn't say, because it's really action-oriented. Yeah, but you have actual powers in this, yeah, not yeah. just a camera. And it seems like you're like almost like, um, I don't know the right way to say it. Like a paranormal? Like martial artist, almost. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like can the see way that. the way that you move and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, it's very like um, kind of like Japanese um, Exorcist kind of. Mm-hmm. It looked very stylized too. So yeah, I actually, I, I think that game looks really good. Oh, I think it it looks to be a lot of fun. And then there's a game called Pragmata from Capcom, which I I I, I will reveal. I know like nothing about. <laughs> I know nothing about either. We can <laughs> so, find out. But it's but we'll have to look that one up. And Horizon Two Forbidden West. So I don't think anyone fun. was is surprised that that's happening because right, Horizon yeah. was such a good game and it did so well and it's proprietary, so it's a Sony yeah. property, right? Yes, and I know. And like, thank you for like, I love it when these studios take risks on titles like that. Yeah, me too, man. Honestly, and and oh, get this: Spider-Man Miles Morales is set for a 2020 release, so this will be a launch title. Yeah, that's crazy, man. I hear it, it's supposed to have co-op. Oh, that would be so sick. That'd yeah. be so so sick if it had co-op. I mean, that's a that's obviously a rumor. I don't know that for a fact. That could be like, easily be the future of superhero games. Then is that co-op they, sort of? They should be though. Like the systems are powerful enough now to do it. Yeah. So like, and I'm not just talking about like the old, you know, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. No, style. no. I mean like, like full on. Full you're on playing game. on your system. They're playing on their system, yeah. and you have like bosses that you have to tackle together. Yeah. Right? That'd be sweet. Yeah. That'd be so cool. Could you imagine like one Spider-Man's got somebody held down and is like holding them in with webbing and the other person has to line up a combo? Like that kind of stuff. That'd be a little fun. Let's see. Stray is an indie game and it's it says in a little blurb here, um, it is a cat simulator. So who oh, the God. hell knows? <laughs> that could be interesting. I- indie games are always like cat lateral damage. That was a bizarre one. <laughs> um... Yeah, Godfall is that was kind of the first reveal title that Sony ever showed for the PS5. It's it's definitely a third per, a third person hack and slash with multiplayer yeah. coming from Gearbox. So think like um, 
like a better looking Borderlands or like a more realistic looking Borderlands, more stylized, but with uh, uh, like swords and melee weapons and things like that instead of just guns. Did you ever see the original Borderlands, what it used to look like? What do you mean? Borderlands was not always stylized like that. Really? Yeah, no, it was like a gritty, dark third person or first person shooter originally. oh no kidding yeah yeah it was not cell shooter at all so the uh but like the not, first like one not, is not definitely enough. the one i played the most of i played the holy crap out of the first borderlands yeah no it was funny i actually originally didn't want to play borderlands because i had been looking forward to that iteration that they had showed off beforehand yeah because it just looked like so visceral and cool and yeah, I was yeah. Like, yeah and then all of a sudden i was like and then it's nope. like a comic book yeah <laughs> and which looking back i'm like it was silly that i even got mad about that but it was just like I had hyped up so much about this game, and then, then they changed it, and I was like, ah, fuck you guys. Oh, man. Um, and that's kind of that's kind of everything. So, yeah, let's, let's talk up some Deathloop. Elijah, are you ready to bring on the weird? Yes, Will, I am. Are you ready to bring on the weird? Did you, did you just make a Will, I am joke? Uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> nice. I'll allow it. Anyway... We're just a couple of harmless guys digging into weird things we don't know much about. We're just trying to figure out what the hell is happening in the world outside our homes. Do we get things wrong? Without a doubt. Are we learning from those mistakes? Not anytime soon. Are you entertained by the crap we're talking about? Of course. That's why I always listen to the show. You listen? Alright, what do you like to listen to about the show? I like aliens, conspiracies, cryptids, NWO, shadow government, you name it. Oh, hold on. Do the aliens come from inside the Earth instead of interstellar travel? What made the conspiracy start? Why did that cryptid evolve to do the things it does? Who runs this NWO? Listen in as we dive into all manners of subjects as we bring on the weird. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Reddit. You can listen to clips of our episodes on our YouTube channel. Listen, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts and Podchaser.com. You can also listen to us on Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever else you listen to your favorite podcasts. All right. Well, Rob implored me to watch the Deathloop trailer, which I did remember seeing a portion of from the actual Sony show. And this is from Arcane Studios, the guys who made the Dishonored series previously, the yep. Last Prey iteration, which which I guess was a good game. Oh, didn't sell yeah. well. Oh, you, and, didn't, you uh, didn't play? No, oh. I didn't play the most recent Ooh. one. So good. And uh, this is cool because it's another it's another first person shooter with a powered up character who's either controlling time or subject yeah. to time. Every time uh, he subject dies. to time. Yeah, I okay. think uh, the it looks like the story is that there are eight people who are essentially there to just kind of kill him over and over and over again. Oh, okay. And it's like okay. a, it's like a game to them. Gotcha. gotcha. He, so you're trying to kill them before the time loop resets. Yeah, and, and I guess they'll break it. The trailer actually has a really cool sort of grindhouse feel to it. Yeah. So, which is really fun. And uh, it definitely, portions of it look like Dishonored. The main character definitely had some sort of telekinesis powers, yep. tossing enemies in the air and shooting them out of midair. And, and it looks like freaking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> all kinds of awesome uh, powers in there as well. It, it wouldn't surprise me if this tied into Dishonored somehow. Uh, it is their series. Yeah, good. So, yeah. Um, the the one thing that I really like about it though is that there's the rival assassin character. That's really yeah. So cool. what what is that all about then? So from what it looks like, it's the uh, is that there's an AI um, assassin that's trying to effectively counter you yeah. as you go after your targets, um, and that can uh, appear also as a drop in player. So a friend could yeah. drop into your game and try and stop you in your loop. <laughs> 
So, yeah, and just looking at the preview for it, it looks like uh, the other players, PV, PvP players, can drop in at any time as one of the other assassins to, yeah. to attack you, which is freaking sweet. <laughs> that yeah. is so cool. Oh, my God. I love that idea. No, no, it's fun. Uh, I'm interested to see how it plays out. And it looks like it's it's not like it's like a level-based game. It, it looks like it's just one world. You have eight targets. You have to kill them without dying. Right. That's what it looks like. Yeah, yeah. So it looks like it's like almost like a perfectionist game where you have to get it all right in one run. Well, man, I think I think that's going to appeal to a lot of players. I hope that that's actually yeah. how they're playing it and not just like, oh, there's eight like oh. levels, stages. Well, yeah, I, I, think, I think it'll be broken up into eight stages. That, that would Probably, make sense. Probably, but I think... I think it would be better if it didn't. Yeah. Where it was just like, okay, I've got, I know how to do this part. I know how to do this part. Mm -hmm. And you're like, kind of like piecing it all together. Like, how do I tie all these kills? Yeah. Into this perfect maelstrom where I can finish the game in one run. Yeah, it definitely looked like there was different gangs in it. There was some that were like yeah. wearing fo fox masks and then yeah, like some wolf, that were yeah, just like, wearing yeah. like cloth masks. So it's going to be different gangs in there, presumably. Uh, game looks cool as hell, man. Like, that looks awesome. It looks like it'll be fun. Definitely a next it's, gen It's like an arcade, an arcade shooter. It'll be good. Yeah, so I'm feeling pretty good about that. I'm I'm liking I'm liking the way they're headed with it. So yeah, PS5 reveal has been big. Honestly, I think it's a, it's a very promising looking uh, start release. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think in terms of original titles, that'll be PS5 only. It's looking in a range of 25 to 30. So they're doing a good job of having a great starting library right off the bat, and that includes uh, uh, physical releases, first party releases, and indies, of course. And then you have other games too, like you know your your cyberpunks of the world. Uh, which you're releasing just before Oof. the new round of consoles. Yeah. You have your, uh, of course, your... Um... Are you pretty much locked in for Cyberpunk now? Oh, dude. Like, just to an extreme extent, man. Uh, after playing Witcher, you see what these guys can yeah. do? Yeah. Yeah. I, um... yeah, I I talked about it a little bit last time, but just the, the, the weird, sort of surreal, almost disappointment now in something like Skyrim. Yeah. Now playing The Witcher... Which, yeah. The Witcher took so many of those concepts as a third-person action title and just perfected them mm -hmm. and made just this insanely full and rich experience yeah. out of it as well. And uh, and I know there's going to be some drama as I get into the late as I get into the back half of the story. So I'm interested to see how that plays out and the characters I'm invested in, what happens with them. Right? Uh, I've tried to make all the decisions as well as I can in the game, but but I'm sure there's still going to be some surprises that, that are coming along the way here. Where, and, where you fucked up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, what what have I fucked up? Yeah, because I'm sure it's the kind of game where you can't save everybody. No. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that, and, and that's fine, so it'll be worth another playthrough someday. But yeah, man, it's just stupid good. So Cyberpunk, I feel like, is very promising, and, and, and I'm shocked at just the sheer volume of the world The Witcher 3 takes place in. So that makes me feel very good about Cyberpunk. That, oh, yeah. Like, they've they've, got, already... a, they've got a sea of DLC planned for it, too. Oh, my God. Like, they, they've pulled off, I mean, in my opinion, maybe one of the best open-world games of all time. You know Ooh, what I mean? Might even unseat Zelda by the end of no, it? No, it's almost like it's almost like the other side of the coin from yeah. Breath of the Wild. Sure. Because Breath of the Wild is kind of like, uh, is, is 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 a little bit more of a, a pure and wholesome experience, right? Definitely right, that Legend Witcher of Zelda experience. <laughs> and then Witcher Three is almost like same coin, different side. It's just like, well, yeah. what if Link was like, you know, tossing his dick into a bunch of witches and you know, just yeah. having a great time with it? You know what I mean? Like it's <laughs> yeah, it's not inaccurate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it, it's very, very good. Yeah, but it's definitely the adult take. Yes. on that you know what i mean Lots it, that's of... what, no that's actually probably a really good way to describe witcher 3 is yeah. a, is adult 
Zelda. Yeah, it's adult Breath of the Wild, basically. Yeah. Like Witcher 3, man, it's all like, you know, blood and boobies and <laughs> magic and crazy shit. Like, it's yeah. politics. There's a lot of like royal sort of politics. Yep. And, uh, and, and, and the setting it takes place in is freaking amazing. Like, uh, it takes yeah. place in like this embattled land, and there's literally like an invading army perched at the southern border. You can just mm-hmm. you can just go and visit. You can be like, "Hey, I'm here. Give me missions." Like, it's, yeah, it's just crazy, man. It's crazy. We'll get more into that later. But anyway, that's the big Sony reveal. That's that's a lot of the big news going on now. A new Star Wars game, a new Star Wars Rogue Squadron game was just uh, revealed today as well. Really, I didn't even hear about it. Yeah, and uh, so this is this is late breaking news. And, and let me just get look it up here. I'll cut out the silence. I was wondering why your cat always looks so shiny. I just get the feeling like all it does is sit around and bathe itself all day. She does constantly. <laughs> Trophy cat. <laughs> <laughs> so this is resulting from the xbox storefront which accidentally leaked it so ea has officially confirmed it but star wars squadrons is it's basically an, an official game on route for for gaming platforms which is very very cool so this is uh this is ea's newest title uh using their star wars license yeah and definitely looks like a spiritual successor to the rogue squadron series so it looks very very good and what the trailer was pretty era cool is it taking place in uh oh i, I don't know just oh no in, sure. no info i'm not yeah. sure um i would i would imagine it's going to be a lot of modern era stuff the the sequel kind of the, stuff yeah like the uh cold war yeah a lot a lot of cool a lot of cool ships revealed in in the most recent series that we haven't really gotten any uh like the i don't know what was the wasn't the tie interceptor what was uh kylo ren's called oh the fighter. epsilon yeah that thing was freaking sweet so just getting to play with well he also like had the that. silencer too that's uh, right in yeah. the earlier one's tie silencer i think was seven yeah and yeah. there's no space combat in battlefront 2 right there is yeah oh is there now yeah oh no, okay. it was from launch yeah. okay so yeah, it's yeah. called starfighter assault um it's not as good as one one had a mode where you would blend uh ground combat and flying yeah that's what i thought no 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 not from like i'm not talking about the original games i'm talking about like battlefront the remakes one yeah the first yeah the first yeah. one of the the more recent yes yeah yeah that one had a blend of it yeah because i got that with my console when i got my console yeah yeah. Um, two keeps it separate, which I think was a disservice. Yeah. To them because it's fun to mix it up. You know? It is. Yeah. So I'm hoping that with their next iteration, like I mean, they fucked up big time on two, mm-hmm. but they recovered two. Yep. Over time. Yeah, and I so think they're I'm ready to leave to s- that whole thing. Yeah, behind. I think they've they've learned their lesson now. Yeah. So I think that now they're gonna move forward, and I'm hoping that when they do make number three, because I'm mm. sure it'll come. Yeah. Um, that it'll be so much more. Yeah, and and I think they're taking the time to really perfect the space combat, which is cool, and uh, and the ship combat, which is going to be fun. Hopefully, there's going to be some ground missions as well. It'd be fun to kind of get to play in some of the ground vehicles yeah. as well, and, and kind of get a sense of those. So I guess uh, matter well, of time, there's we'll see. There's a couple see. ground vehicles in two. Yeah, it yeah. it just got confirmed today, though. So there's not a whole lot of details out there about it at this point. On squadrons, yeah. Yep. Pretty cool, though. Pretty cool. Well, I mean, they did a really good job with um, Fallen Order. Oh, dude! Fallen Order was. I mean, different. Crazy stu- good. I get that it's different studios, but yeah. Um, I mean, there there's at least at least one game I can point to and be like, okay, so they can do this. Yeah, they're making an effort. There, yeah, like somebody, some the right people worked on this project, mm-hmm. so we know that at least under the umbrella, there's people in there that know what they're doing. <laughs> and I think, uh, let's see, let me just look up Jedi Fallen Order here. So the crazy thing about uh, Jedi Fallen Order, of course, this was actually made by Respawn Entertainment, so yes. pretty storied studio as far as that goes. Uh, but this was actually also um, 
uh, my understanding was they were that single game was accountable for one third of all of EA's console gaming revenue uh, in 2019. <laughs> Didn't they say they were only to make multiplayer games now? Yeah, yeah. And and uh, the idea that the guy, idea, I don't think he's around anymore, is he? I think they made it just to try and drive that point home that first player gaming is dead, and then it turned out to be their biggest, their single biggest non sports title of that year. Yeah. So, uh, so fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! No, it was good. Star Wars to boot. Yes, exactly. So, uh, so very exciting there. Um, but yeah, that's that's the most recent bit of news. Lots of little blurbs about just uh, software titles out there. So don't take everything we're saying as the Bible of what's happening here. You hit up, I you know hit up. I won't say IGN. I'll say whatever whatever gaming site you go to to look up the current news. But there's been a lot of reveals in the last week because this would have been the window of time with E3. So a lot of right. gaming companies already plan to making their announcements this week and next. So they're just doing it. Yep, and they're just doing it, and it's pretty cool. Uh, so make sure to hit up your favorite gaming websites, look up this stuff, try to get a sense of what's going on, because the next co- uh, console generation is happening this <laughs> fall. Get on board. I wonder if this is going to be the big eye-opener where they're like, we don't need E3. And they just, like, stop going. I mean, they don't. It's E3's always been more of a cultural event, though. But, I mean, like, now with the way the internet is with streaming and stuff like that, like, yep. cons are effectively meaningless now don't get me wrong i hope that yeah. that that doesn't happen because i enjoy yeah. going to cons right they're right. a fun place to go to but uh i wonder if certain ones like e3 are just going to be axed if anything it'll bring more people into the smaller cons anyway because i think people experience yeah. the big stuff online and think like oh if there's something local i want to go check it out yeah and uh, and hopefully drives more traffic I into mean, the more local ones i don't think that they like e3 i don't think that'll ever go away but, no because I, it's too big of a beast at this yeah. point but i mean it would be it would be int- entertaining to see that and keep in mind with like e3 and ces like these are actually uh electronics expos so there's a lot more in these that's uh, just gaming well right? well especially with ces yeah oh especially ces yeah for sure yeah. for sure but i i think they were remain for a long time just be, just by nature of the fact that they're all about uh tech in general so and, and the big tech reveals each year so anyway, that's all the news items we'll cover for today, and then I think we'll get into some playing and watching. Well, uh, as we talked about earlier, I am playing Witcher 3, and, nice. yeah. and just loving it. It's a great time. Yes, it has wet my whistle for Cyberpunk 2077, <laughs> and, and I absolutely cannot wait for Cyberpunk now. I think, yeah. dude, honestly, CD Projekt Red, I've not played any of their games before. This is the first time. It's a good one and, to play. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I definitely, you know, sort of... I played a little bit of Witcher 1 when it first came out and wasn't that impressed. It was But I think impressive. there was other stuff at the time that I was into, like Fable 2 2, two did three. better. 2 did yeah. much better. Then 3 just killed it. Yeah, 3, honestly, Witcher 3 is, like I mentioned earlier, it's taking a lot of the gameplay concepts from something like an Elder Scrolls and, and, and just sort of perfecting them in a third-person perspective. It's very focused in terms of your your build, right? So it's a, Elder Scrolls, now that I look at it, it almost has, like... It's almost like too much yeah. by comparison. You know what I mean? In terms of things you can level it, up. It feels like character. broad strokes. Yeah. It feels yeah. Like, yeah. Like you can make your character into a thief or an archer or this or that or the other thing, but then it doesn't really get deep enough on like the, the weapon builds and it doesn't get deep enough on weapon customization or armor customization, right? Like this does. Yeah. And it's been it's been a really impressive experience so far. Uh, I was on the main area called Velen, which is kind of like the biggest map of the game. But in this game, there are other maps that are nearly as big that Adam mentioned last time, like Art Skellig, right? Yeah. Which is, it's this other massive area I just went to for the first time. And I'm shocked by how big it is. I'm blown yeah. away. Yeah. Like, it's like that alone is almost the size of Skyrim. Yeah. And, and it's the smaller map. <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm trying to wrap my mind around this and just, just how massive 
this game is and uh it's it's freaking nuts like i just i can't believe it and there's like two other areas i think that you can travel to that are fairly sizable like white 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 orchard and Kermoran, where where the witcher's right sort of school is from his wolf school and uh and then there's other various places too so it's just crazy man and uh um i'm loving the world that it takes place in it's uh they're definitely not going out of their way to make it like a serene experience. Ard Skellig is definitely more of a beautiful place, I would say. Like yeah. it's just a gorgeous place that, that that portion of the game takes place in. But Velen is just fucking disgusting, man. Like it's all like swamp and like a few grassy hills. <laughs> but it's dude, it's just crawling with monsters and and I think they even called Velen itself like the territory of Velen, they call it no man's land. Like everybody <laughs> refers to it as no man's land. So like it's just fucked. Like yeah. why why the Southern Kingdom wants to take it, I, I don't understand. <laughs> but Living space. I guess they do. Yeah, yeah. It makes no sense. Well, and, I guess they figure if the whole army just marches through, they'll clean it up in the same in the same hand. Yeah, I think Novigrad is that's the big city in, in the game and, and that's in at the north end of Velen. And I think Novigrad is maybe what they're really after because Velen yeah. itself is just gross. And uh and there's a, a a lot of these open world games have a few towns or cities. This has three or four sizable cities in it as well as uh just i'll say like 50 60 towns yeah just scattered all over like honestly there's so much it's just it's mind-boggling how big this game is uh there's another game the name of which is eluding me that uh i'll have to get you to try out after the witcher uh takes place in like real world medieval uh, times and it's the first person Okay, no. cool. Um, and it's uh, wow, I cannot remember the name for life of me, but very, very, very story intensive. I think you'd really like it. Sounds so far that I'd be on board with it. And that's the other thing about The Witcher is the story. Most games, I, I don't really, you know, like follow the story that close. I think Jedi Fallen Order, I felt very compelled to watch the story, uh, mm-hmm. the story bits. And in The Witcher, I am watching most of them, except for some of the one-off side missions i don't really give a shit why i'm killing the monster i just do it yeah um i need money <laughs> yeah exactly yeah but but for most the most part the the monster hunts are very impressive um yeah. lots of area to explore at first the, why it took me so long to warm up to this game is because at first it didn't feel like it was rewarding me for ex- exploration and yeah. adventuring that quickly changed and, and clearly it's a game about exploration and adventuring and uh that being said if you wander into the wrong area you'll get fucked up like yeah. you'll get fucked up quick. Even and what I like about the game is even though I'm like level I just hit level twenty, I could go and fight a group of level nine enemies, and if I'm not careful They'll fuck you up. They'll still fuck you up. Yeah. And uh, and that's really cool. That's good. That's really cool. Like I, I really appreciate that about the game, that they don't just no matter what level you are, they're they're not just gonna make it a complete and utter walkthrough. You know right. what I mean? It's yeah. so that trivializes everything. Yeah. They, they, they struck a really good balance with it. That's good. Uh, whereas in like Skyrim, once you're like level 13, you can just mow through the whole fucking game. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. it's like no challenge whatsoever after that point, unless you're playing on like the hardest difficulty. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with this game, it's definitely a challenge. Uh, I'm, I'm digging it though, man. I'm digging the hell out of it. So cyberpunk. Hell yeah. All about. <laughs> I can't CD wait. Project, it's going to be good. Oh, oh, I man. hope it's going to be good anyway. Oh, man. Oh. So, um, watching-wise, yeah, Space Force. And, dude, <laughs> this is definitely the way it's going to be. Like, there's even a line in it about, like, um, somebody mentions, like, oh, they make a comparison to the Postal Service. And then somebody says, oh, the Postal Service? You realize they're gone, right? And he's like, oh, what do you mean? He's like, that's how we got our funding. <laughs> yeah. 
And I was like, this is how it's going to be. Like, this is exactly it, yeah. uh, what the future looks like. And uh, it's great, man. It's great. And I love that they're kind of following this. It almost feels kind of ragtag with the yeah. people they have working for them. It's Well, it's like it's like they're being set up to fail. Yeah, right? basically. Basically. And there's a funny rivalry going on between uh, Steve Carell, who plays the head of Space Force, but then yeah. also the four-star generals who run, like, the Army and the Navy, the, the Navy and, and the yeah. Air Force. Like, they just, they're always going back and forth. Yeah. And, uh, and I just thought that was so freaking funny. Like, uh, there's the episode where... They're doing this like the sort of skirmish. Yes. And it's the Air Force versus Space Force to yeah. see who will win. And of course the Air Force is, you know, younger, better equipped, you know, yeah. they seem tougher. And uh and the one guy walks up, and I can't remember the actor's name. He's been around forever, but he walks up and he grabs the balloon off the chest of the one guy and he does the line from uh uh Temple of Doom. Yes. He's like, Oh duck duck yeah, and he yeah. grabs it. <laughs> it's like doing the pump and then he pops it and then that person's <laughs> out. It's just the show's freaking funny. Like yeah. it's good. Like I've been laugh I've been laughing out loud on a few occasions watching Space Force. So don't let anybody tell you otherwise. If you like funny stuff, go watch it. And uh and, and honestly, absolutely worth it on Netflix. So great show. Yeah, it's really, it, really it's a, it's like a I'm gonna wa- eat some popcorn and watch this. Like, yeah, it's yeah. just it's just like it's fun. It's a fun show. Yeah, it's just fun. Lighthearted. Yeah. So it's not it's not like, too... yeah, don't go in there expecting like, oh, I'm looking for the next uh like story driven series right. that I'm gonna be wanting. No. Right. No, this is just sit down, stop thinking for a bit and watch something. Just and relax. Even larger story strokes are pretty funny. No, they are, like, yeah. It, it, they're pretty funny, they're pretty ironic. And Steve Carell, I thought that it for sure he was just gonna be fully Michael Scott in uniform. Yeah. But he is not. Like there's no. there's a little bit of depth to his character. Yeah. Uh, you do feel genuinely, you know, good or bad for him, depending on the situation. Yeah. And uh, he's really kind of proving that, that he has a bit of range, I think. So, which I appreciate. Yeah. And actually, like I said before, I really like John Malkovich's character. Yeah. The head of, like, the science facility. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Oh, he's the best character in the show, yeah. hands down. Yeah. yeah John Malkovich as, as, oh, what is his name in the show? I forget. But he's he's easily the best character in the show. Yeah, absolutely. He's very enjoyable. Um, Freaking brilliant actor, man. Oh, yeah. I love John Malkovich. Yeah, he's always been good. He's always been good. And there's uh, also... Oh, this is why I wanted Adam in the room. Oh. Uh-huh. Because on the last episode that's recorded and not yet been heard, so this episode will likely come out before that episode now. So on the last episode <laughs> that has not been heard yet, Adam asserted to us that... Because he's been watching the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles trilogy on Netflix. Oh, right. I forgot about that, yeah. And he asserted that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 was far better than Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1. It was yeah. like some kind of major improvement. Okay. And I'm here to tell you now that that assertion is absolutely fucked. Like, there's <laughs> nothing, there's no shred of truth okay, so in I gotta, that whatsoever. Why did you have to do that? Now I have to go watch it so that we can, I can, like, time I'm telling you now, hands down, no doubt in my mind, 100%, that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, what was it, 1989 and 1990, is yeah. better. By far, not even close. Like the stakes are higher. There's actual drama. There's an adventure involved. There's actual story strokes. The entire plot of two is that the shredder gets a hold of this ooze. He gives the ooze to like uh, like a like a stray dog and a snapping turtle. He creates his own mutant monsters, and then they fight those monsters. Yeah. Two, uh, <laughs> two um, uh, vanilla ice. Yeah. Dancing on stage in a club. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Yeah. This is where the battle takes place. 
So okay, while so that's, I, I'll just I'll watch it. <laughs> while this is a good bit of fun, God damn it. it is nowhere near as good of a comic book adaptation movie as TMNT one. So I'm saying this now for sure. Adam is categorically wrong about his assertion. Oh God, he's absolutely wrong, and and I'm not afraid for him to hear it. So anyway, I'm sure he'll be back next week to defend his position. Yeah, we'll see. Oh yeah, he had um, remember how he couldn't remember what that thing was in the episode that still hasn't aired yet he screwed up near the end i shouldn't say that. that's not that's not right he forgot yeah he forgot something uh talking about how the epic sword is going to have uh troy um, troy total war oh okay the, the, the uh for free okay. for like the first launch day so if anyone goes on the epic supposedly i guess they get it crazy like if you, if you sign up for epic or does anybody no I th- well you it? have to be signed into epic via your email user. Is it only for new signups or is it for everybody? I think it's for everybody. Wow. Just go to the store and mine. Claim Crazy. It. Total War Troy. That's what it seems like. Yeah. So go go and check it out. See if it's available it for Troy? Free. Or do, am I thinking of something else? I, I got know. the name wrong. It's a Total There's War. There's so game. many Total War games. I, have I think it's yet. Troy. It's yeah. Troy. It's not out yet. Yeah. That'll starring, be his launch day. Orlando Bloom. Yeah, you think so? Brad Pitt. Yeah. Just Brad like Pitt. the movie. It's going to be sweet. Oh yeah, it's a saga game. That's why. Oh, that's why. It's because it's like, okay, so Saga games for Total War are like mini capsule games. Oh, okay. So they're more directed on a specific thing that happened in history. So this, like, the uh, campaign of Troy. But maybe a good entry point for people looking to get into the Total War series. Yeah, potentially. Like, a little story-based, but the mechanics are there. Um, Well, yeah, it's just that it's... It's just like it's just a more focused version yeah. of Total War. That's all it is. Like the units are going to be the same size and stuff like that. Everything will be the same. It's just um, as opposed to it being like all of Europe, mm. it's going to be just an area. Yeah, which will be around Troy. That could <laughs> be fine. That could be fine. Yeah, no, it'll be it'll be it'll be good. It'll be a good game. You know, a long time ago, I was into strategy games. Long time yeah. ago, yeah, it was like uh, Command and Conquer days. Like I was really into Command. They and just uh, re-released CNC. Oh yeah, Tiberium Sun. And, You're kidding. Uh, and, those are those are the ones. And Red Alert One. Yeah, um, Red Alert One and Two, uh, Tiberian Sun. Those were definitely the ones that I played the most. Yeah, I love those ones. Yep, those yep. are great. Red Alert Two actually I thought was way better. And but, uh, but... yeah, Starcraft. I've told you guys I was a really big fan of the original Starcraft. The first two Warcrafts I was a big fan of as well. Back in the day, uh, Star Wars. I think it was called Empires. Back in the day, Empires at War. Yeah, it was it was an RTS based on Star Wars. Yeah. So played the crap out of that. I played all those, man. But I spent a lot of time like map building and, and unit placing just to see what the hell would happen. Right. <laughs> so that, but that part's fun for me. But uh, yeah, yeah, been a, been a long time in the making on those. So maybe I'll get back in, into them someday. But what do you have for playing and watching? Oh, geez. Um, I watched the first two episodes of Upload. Oh, okay, cool. What do you think so far? Good. Yeah, it's a good show. Yeah. You watched it? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, I watched good. the whole season. Yep. Um. Yeah, I'll probably get through the rest of it this week. Yep. And then you will enjoy it. So far it's been good. Yeah. I have no reason to doubt that it's going to be continuing to be good. Yeah. Oh, you know the the Maitre D in that, the red-haired guy? He's in Space Force. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he sort of multiplies and, and yeah, 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 he's yeah, like so. one of the NPCs. Right, like right, right. He's 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 also a character in Space Force. So I was glad yeah. to see him in there. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he was in something else recently that I watched. I think it was Magicians. 
Oh, was he really? I, I think so, yeah. Oh, uh, just announced actually for Magicians, ending on its fifth season. Oh, really? Yeah, so that'll be the final season when it comes out. Wow. Yeah. At least they get a chance to tie it up. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Wait, I thought Fifth already came out. Oh, then it's done. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Sorry. One second. Uh-oh. Or maybe it's the sixth season that will be the Is final it? season. Might want to look it up real quick. I was just I was just reading about all the cancellations the other day. Oh shit, dude! It's crazy how many shows get canceled every year that only got one season that were just like one off comedy shows. Like it's mind blowing. Really? Like which ones? Oh, I couldn't even tell you. There's so many I've never even heard of from like the major networks, from like ABC, NBC, Fox. It's absolutely nuts. Yep, the magicians canceled to end with current season five on Sci-Fi. Wow. So hopefully it wraps up. But is it being canceled because of COVID? Because that seems like a cop out. Uh, because everything, no. everything's on hold right now. I bet. I, I bet it's maybe one of those things where if the show has a big enough following, maybe Netflix or Hulu or somebody will pick it up. But I don't think so. Produce another season. I doubt it. I'm still waiting on Colony to get finished. That's what I need. Colony would be nice to see finished. Dude, ended on such a high note. Yeah, it was kind of annoying actually. Yeah, yeah. Because it was like that's when everything came together. Yeah. 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 It was like the final episode that you started to understand, like, okay, this is why this is why the main guy's not dead yet. This is yeah. why he survived, right? And then and then it reveals like the alien antagonist in it, which was fucking crazy. Yeah. So like that was such a great scene, like where they reveal that alien antagonist and it's just like, man, like what what a cop out, man. It's so it dumb that they didn't finish it. So yeah. fucking annoying. Yeah. So someday, someday. <sighs> I hope so. Oh, you know what one of the things that was canceled was the show resurgence and i don't know if you know this but every single year every single year so one of the major networks tries to make a show about a person or a group of people who everyone thought was dead all of a sudden coming back yeah okay. every single year and that was the show for this year and i guess it got really poor reviews and they've now canceled it okay. so but i guarantee that next year in 2020 fall 2020 when new shows start to roll out there will be another show on one of the networks about a person or a group of persons who were once deemed to be missing or dead, all of a sudden come back. Come back. Yeah, and they have powers. Like, it's just every fucking year. So yeah. they make one of these and they cancel it. Like, it's absolutely nuts. That's going to be the thing. We're going to have to watch for them now. Yeah, just stop doing it. Just stop making them. Like, <laughs> nobody wants them, clearly. If there's already been, like, yeah. eight or nine of these shows that have been made in the last decade and they've all failed, don't do it anymore. Just stop. Yeah. Make another Game of Thrones. <laughs> like, get smart here. Yeah, I don't know. There, and there's so many good like book series out there that they could easily make into like a good show or. Movie. You should actually mention what you told me earlier about this book series that Amazon Prime picked up because this sounds. Oh, I've talked, I've, talked, I've talked about it a couple times on the podcast. Have you? Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, Wheel of Time. Yeah, Wheel of Time. So this is the new. This is going to be the new big thing. We're well, I think here. it will be. I think it will be. Well, the little we'll cat see. thinks it will be. <laughs> I think yeah, so ev- everybody in this room <laughs> currently <laughs> thinks that this will be the next Game of Thrones. So, uh, well, I mean, to a degree, it's a, it's a fantasy series, right? By Robert mm-hmm. Jordan. So, but you said it's 14 books long, 14 books, yeah, which is mind boggling. Yeah. Are they like short books? No. Are they like young adult style books? No, no, <laughs> no. They're no. big books. <laughs> okay, good, good. Like each, uh, audio book is at least a good eight hours. Yeah. Cause like more. with Game of Thrones, like I wouldn't have minded if maybe that show was like two or three more seasons long. Yeah, Game of Thrones needed to be two or three more seasons long. Yeah, because they really rushed it in the final two seasons, yep, which was a mistake. When, when you when they get to the point where they're having like multiple, like, battle set pieces in a single episode, it's like no, you got to stretch that that shit out, man. Yeah, let us enjoy it. 
Let us really enjoy it a bit longer. Let it simmer a bit. Yeah, but that's how it goes. That was forever ago, man. Feels that like was it. over a year ago. <laughs> the, the mistake of uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. That was over a year ago. We need a... Uh, I don't know what's going on. We need more Love, Death, and Robots. I thought that was supposed to be quick. There is supposed to be another one coming out. Here. There is. Yeah, yeah season two. I'm um, looking forward to Love, Death, and Robots. Uh, that I think to date, that's one of my favorite episodes uh, that we did where we went through and kind of broke down each episode of that show and then talked about our favorites. Um, yeah. I loved Love, Death, and Robots. So good. Yeah. So good. No, it's amazing. Oh, man. So what have you been playing? Playing? Oh, shit. Um, I've been doing a lot of prep on World of Warcraft. Okay, so you, you said you did mention you were getting back into that. Yeah, yeah. I've been cool. unlocking, uh, like, heritage armors and When does the like expansion officially drop? Uh, no, it's not not known right now. Oh, um, it is. They're oh, okay. they're saying. Well, they've been saying it's going to be by the end of the year. So assume quarter four. Okay. Yeah. Holiday holiday release. Yeah. Situation. That's cool. It'll probably be the beginning of quarter four. I think this is probably when they'll do their drop for Shadowlands, or at least the pre patch, and then the actual game will drop, probably like a month or a couple of weeks after that. That's gonna be good, man. Yeah. It'll be fun to talk about. A little bit of World, of World of Warcraft again. Did you ever end up playing that? I can't remember. No, I tried it once. I did the free thing once. Yeah. And I uh, killed some deer. Cool. Moved on. Cool. <laughs> Two other games. Uh, honestly, like MMOs. It's interesting with MMOs because like uh, like Orna I've been in on now for plenty more than a year. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, so that really got me. I think it was about a year ago you introduced me to that. Yeah. And that's really the first like even pseudo MMO I've ever played. You probably shouldn't play World of Warcraft, but it would be fun to play yeah. with you at some point. I'd be more prone to trying like Final Fantasy fourteen, 14. at this point. Very, so I, I think that looks like very more, different game. But it looks like more my my bag. I think probably not. No, you don't think. No. Why? Um, I think that you'll enjoy the Final Fantasy themes more. Mm -hmm. But I think that that game is too time consuming for you to play. What about uh, Elder Scrolls Online? Oh, waste your time. Really? Yeah, 100%. Okay. So I should just wait for Elder Scrolls 6. I would say just play WoW. Yeah. Like, it, that's the thing is, like, people, like, roll their eyes because, like, oh, World of Warcraft, whatever, the thing's been around for, like, ages. But, like, they maintain it very, very well. Yeah. It's, like, it's a well-oiled money-making machine. It, like, makes money for a reason, right? Oh, totally. Totally. So, I mean, like, and the whole game's being overhauled with this new expansion. Yeah. It's actually a great time to get in a while because they're crunching the numbers. Levels going from 120 down to 60 again. Yeah. And they're squishing everything. Gotcha. But like you'll be leveling faster. So like that's the thing, right? Is that it'll be a very f easy game to pick up and play. Yeah. And that I think is more what you would want. Is it a good time to get in on RuneScape? RuneScape mobile's out. Oh, it is for real? Yeah. Oh, damn. I was just making a joke. Oh yeah, no me There too. you go. Little tip for people who want to get on the MMOs. Actually, <laughs> uh League of Legends Riot has sent out uh two of their games on mobile now. Team Fight Ta Team Fight Tactics is now on mobile. Oh, so and it's like a game mode of League of Legends. Yeah. Okay. And also Legends of Runeterra, which is their version of like a battling card game. Hell yeah. Okay. Cool. Those are both out on mo mobile now. I've uh, tried each of those. They're oh, fun. one thing about um uh, Witcher Three, I wasn't into was the card game Gwent. Gwent, and yeah. then uh, and then kind and, of out of nowhere, I Gwent, just recently Gwent got released as its own game. It did, but yeah. he, here's what happened in and, in and Witcher Three. I fought there's a there's a character in the game called the Soothsayer. He's like an old man sure. who lives up on a mountain, and I battled him and Gwent at his deck. He had like a uh, like a uh, I don't know what kind of deck it is, uh, aggro deck 
where it's just like you put one card down and it attracts all these other lower level cards along with it. Right. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, this is actually like an in depth card game, and I didn't realize it yeah. for like the first 50 hours I've played this game. Oh, it's like a full on thing. Right. So now I'm going Think around like, trying to find all the Gwent cards yeah, in the like, game remember to buy like them. Final Fantasy VIII? Yeah. How, like, what was it? Tri- Triple Triad. Triple Triad. Yeah. I was the best. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, it's it's the same idea of having a card game within your game. But, but with Final Fantasy VIII and nine, I found those because they had Triple Triad and then some version of Triple Triad that was very similar in, in, in nine. And, yeah. and I played the crap out of those, man. I played the absolute crap out of them. I like uh, Blitzball from 10. Blitzball, I mastered. I did everything in Blitzball last Blitzball time. Blitzball got was hard at first, but once you kind of understood yep. the mechanics of it, you're like, okay, now let's play. And you Blitzball. got the players, so you you started getting better and better players, players as you yeah. went along too, yes. right? Yeah. And uh, once you did that, dude, it, it became awesome. Blitzball yeah, was it really did. really good. It was. In fun. Fact, I think you could even like ten. This? I feel like ten needs to be remade because I think that they could do things like add a better Blitzball in and stuff yeah. like that. Like I think it would be a lot of fun. It's just. The trouble with ten and looking back on it is narratively it it would definitely not hold up. So that's the problem is is game narratives have moved on from oh I'm fighting this monster oh the monster's my dad oh my dad's also God and I have to kill him like it's just it's yeah. a trope now and it's really getting skewered online lately. Sure. So I I, th- I think people are over it. But if they were to take the concepts from ten and maybe apply it to a new Final Fantasy game, I think it could go very well. So like maybe something in the next cycle of tens world. Yeah, maybe. Because ten was cyclical too, was it not? Yeah, it was. But yeah. I guess it wasn't cyclical at the end, right? That's when they broke oh, yeah, the cycle. Oh, yeah, I guess I guess in ten two, technically Yuna and, and the girl gang kind of broke the cycle. But yeah. Yeah. A couple different endings there you could get. So yeah. there was singing. There was pop stars. Yep. In Final Fantasy. In case you missed it, go back and take a look. So <laughs> What we really need is a new tactics. So let's be honest. Yeah, that would be sure. that would be a strategy um, game I would play. Wasteland Three, I think, is coming out. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Hell yeah, that's so cool. It's like the old Fallout. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. Could be um, a good way to jump back into strategy. It looks good. RPGs. Actually, it looks really good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Phoenix Point, I think that's come out now, but it's on Epic Store, so it won't be out for a long time yet. Did you ever talk about what you were playing? You were getting started with WoW. Oh, sorry. Uh, what? You were getting restarted with WoW. Yeah, equipping. getting restarted with WoW. Sorry, Um, what else have I been playing? Shit. There's been a couple of games. I just can't remember what they Total, are now. Total War Troy. No, no. no. <laughs> yet. Um, I'm getting excited. I'm getting geared up to play Death Stranding. Oh, hell yeah. Sweet. Yeah, I, mean, I can't wait PC. to hear about it. Yeah. So I'm probably not going to play that one myself anytime soon. No, no, you shouldn't. But I'm definitely curious. Well, that's the thing, right? Is like it's like the walking simulator, and everyone's like, "Oh, so you want to play walking simulator?" I'm like, "Yeah, I do actually. I want to just cool. deliver packages." Yeah. I yeah. mean, that sounds really sad, but there's something about spending like two, three hours vegging out and doing nothing, mm-hmm. and like delivering crates over dangerous terrain. Yeah. To me, sounds like fun. Well, it's kind of puzzly. Right, yeah. it's a little bit of a puzzle yeah. game because yeah, it's, it's not. Uh, my understanding is when you get into battles, they're kind of one-off situations that are very large situations, yeah. right? But for the most part, you are doing this sort of traversing and mapping and things like that. And it's my understanding is it's overall a fairly relaxing experience, except for the twenty percent of the game where it's like invisible mess. shadow people are trying to murder you. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but like, I don't know that kind of shit. I enjoy that. I yeah. enjoy that. Like, couriering things in games has always been fun to me. Mm. Even mm. online, I did a lot of trading, and that's a lot of that is couriering. Um, did you see the, somebody did a YouTube video where they had a big pack on their back? 
Yeah. And they were like walking around town acting all exhausted. People were like, what the fuck? <laughs> wow. So I'm just moving. I'm just delivering things. I'm just moving things. Like it was funny. It was pretty Oh, like it was like a real life version. Yeah, real life Death Stranding. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. People, people do these things. They do them. <laughs> For reasons we, we will never know. Yeah, I saw somebody try to do a Katamari in real life. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Oh, I bet that went well. It didn't. Oh, There's man. a point where they're like rolling a ball through like an uh, active like kids baseball field, and like oh, one, one of the parents is like, "The kids don't understand what you're doing, though." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're getting mad at the camera. Yeah, people. they don't think you're funny. Yeah. People on YouTube will think it's funny, so that's what's yeah. important. Views. That's an old one, though. That's like a really old views one. are important. So I guess that's that's kind of it. We've exhausted everything. This yeah. week was just all. It was very news heavy, obviously, with the with the PS5 uh, show on the 11th. And uh, and certainly there's going to be a lot more news over the course of this week as we've already seen some announcements today, like the new uh, Rogue Squadron game. It's exciting times, man. It's exciting times. We went through such a dry spell of not hearing anything about the industry whatsoever. Uh, and now now it's all kind of happening all at once. Yeah. Yep. Dude, if we, could, if we could get some game releases going and then like some Marvel films going, Rona Geek Fish Podcast is back in action, baby. Like that's... Remember when we used to talk about Marvel movies? Oh, Remember yeah. that? Yeah, that when was When was crazy. the last time we talked about a Marvel movie? Crazy time. Wait, have you watched the Mandalorian behind the scenes stuff yet? No. Oh, you son of a that, bitch. That'll be what we do for next week then. Do it. Okay. Yeah. Done. Do it. Catch Done. up. Catch up. I pay for it, but I haven't watched it. Yeah, every Friday. You know what I was watching that kind of took a lot of time? Canadian Pickers. Oh, I got hooked on another Picker show. Oh, I, t- I sent you a link to a Steam game about that stuff. Oh, seriously? Yeah, did you not check the Discord? No, not usually. <laughs> look, at this look, point... Look at list- the fucking Discord. If listeners don't know that I'm absolutely useless when it comes to this stuff, they know now. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll have to check it out. What is it about? Literally that. Oh, okay. You do that. Barn Finders. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. I'm all about it. So I watched that. Uh, I watched uh, Vintage Tech Hunters again because it's video on demand right now. Yeah. So I watched that. Love that show. Cool. Pissed at Discovery for not making a season two. Cool. Hold it against them. Yep. Uh, we'll curse their children over it. So, okay. But whatever. It's yep. a, it is what it is. So anyway, uh, that's all I got. Yeah, that's it. Eh? Okay. Yeah, we did pretty good, though. We're like an hour and ten minutes in even without without uh, Adam. Without, without, without extra fuel on yeah. the fire? <laughs> without, uh, we're the fuel. He'd be the fire. Is that the case? I think so. Because I can get him fired up. And then you can kind of bring him back into the conversation too. Well, I kind of like I can kind of stoke him to life when he's being, like when he's not like excitable yet. <laughs> I just I just know how to poke him to get. One him. thing I can say is you definitely know how to poke his buttons. Like yeah. you definitely know which buttons to push to get him lit, man. It, like, it, it is kind of entertaining. It's a lot of fun to do. Because <laughs> like there's like oh there's God. certain points where you have to like watch because there's a pause when Adam whenever Adam talks about something that he's very passionate about. Yeah. There's a pause when he goes from one point to another. And you just have to insert yourself in and there. And he'll usually get quieter, too. Yeah, yeah, He'll yeah. go from, like, yelling and, like, being extremely loud to being like, and then you, and then he gets this quiet like this and yeah. he gets close to the mic. And then that's when I know. Yeah, you just have to come in with a jab. Yeah. <laughs> like, some kind of jab. And what it does is it derails him. And from there, it's just, and then it's just, like, aim, aim the stream. Rage takes over. 
Ray yeah. J absolutely takes over. It's good times. Oh man, that, that's where we'll oh, end. He does it to me too all the time though, so fuck him. It's true, yeah, it's true too. <laughs> so that's where we'll go ahead and end this episode. Then episode 92, 93, or ninety four, Ronan Fish podcast. Who the fuck something. knows at this point? We're gonna figure it out though because episode hundred is coming up, and we'll do something special for that. It is, yeah. and uh, and it's gonna be it's gonna be. Uh, uh, really fun and sexy. And great. And I think that's probably it until uh, 169 at that point, right? <laughs> yeah. We're just going to forego the other 68 episodes after that until we get to uh, 169. Yeah. So. No, nothing special till then. So. We could do something for 96. Eh. <laughs> it's the <laughs> super, the super chase episode. Oh, good. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. The straight edge episode. That's not. No swearing. No. No talk about cyber dicks. It's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> We'll get like three lines in, if even. <laughs> oh man, I do love talking about cyber dicks, though. That's a great time. It's yeah. always a good time. All right, so that's this episode, whatever it is, Ronan Geek Fisher Podcast. This is Alex Austin signing off, and Rob. And we will talk to you later in the week or next week. Sometime. One or the other. Thanks for listening. <laughs>